Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Stampede. My name is Ryan Jones. Thank you so much for spending your morning, afternoon, evening, whatever it is for you. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Week three is upon us. Tonight, we have the Miami Dolphins, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I want to talk about the conference final games a little bit here. Uh, you know, Denver did beat the Lakers. They're playing tonight again. I would predict the Lakers will win that. Uh, the Heat are now up 3-1 on the Celtics. I'm also going to be giving my predictions for Week 3. And I want to play a little game that uh, I've seen other commentators do. Basically, we're going to go down the line. And, you know, they're they're talking a lot. We'll do that first, actually. We're, they're, they, they keep talking about Trevor Lawrence, who is going to be the number one overall pick in next year's draft, more than likely, unless... A team like the Bengals get the pick. Well, if that happens, they might trade it away, you know. Um, but yeah, there you know a lot of there's a lot of talk of if the Jets or the Giants get the number one pick, should they trade it away for more picks, a king's ransom, or do they go ahead and move on from Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones? For those two quarterbacks, I would just say right now, yes, absolutely. Uh, I would trade away the pick. So what I want to do is I'm going to go through the whole entire NFL real quick, all 32 teams, and tell you guys if I would rather have Trevor Lawrence or the current starting quarterback for that team. So let's play Trevor versus. We're going to start out in the NFC West, the Seattle Seahawks, the San Francisco 49ers, the Arizona Cardinals, and the LA Rams. Now, obviously, not all of these teams are going to be vying for the number one pick, but I still want to go through all 32 teams and tell you who I would rather have, Trevor or, you know, the current starting quarterback for the team. Uh, like I said, NFC West, I would not, if I was Seattle, I would not take him. Uh, if I was Arizona, I would not take him. So I would take Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray over Trevor Lawrence. But if the Niners or the Rams with Jimmy Garoppolo and Jared Goff had the number one pick, I would move on from those quarterbacks and select Trevor Lawrence. He's going to be just as good, if not better, coming in. Uh, he's the best prospect we have since Andrew Luck. Uh, Joe Burrow, you know, obviously. He is going to be an absolute star in this league. I would take him over Jimmy G and Jared Goff. All right, next up is the NFC East. This one is difficult. Uh... If I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I would move on from Dak Prescott and take Trevor Lawrence. If I'm Washington, I would move on from Dwayne, Haskin, Dwayne Haskins, and I would pick Trevor Lawrence. And the same thing for Daniel Jones, quarterback, uh, New York Giants, who I would move on. Uh, the only one I would consider keeping is Carson Wentz. But through two weeks, he looks like the worst quarterback in the NFL. So I'm not really sure. We'll have to see what Carth with Carson Wentz. We've seen it in the past where he was viable for an MVP. Not this year, but we'll see. You know, he's a maybe. I don't know. Next up, the NFC South. Now, this is going to sound kind of crazy, but every single quarterback in this division, I would move on from and pick Trevor Lawrence. The Bucks have a good enough team to win with Trevor Lawrence. They can move on from an old Tom Brady. This year might be his last year. You know, We don't even know, you know. And they're, let's be honest, they're not getting the number one pick. But if they did, I would pick Trevor Lawrence over Tom Brady. 
right now just because of his age. He's obviously not as a better quarterback, but just because of the age. Carolina, I'd move on from Teddy Bridgewater, and I'd take ter- Trevor Lawrence. The Saints, Drew Brees has started to show signs of old his aging, you know. When he gets to December, he's run out of gas. Move on, get Trevor Lawrence. Matt Ryan, um, he, he's just kind of the definition of an, uh, an average quarterback. I'd move on, Trevor Lawrence. The NFC North, um, I would move on from all four. Aaron Rodgers is a, is a maybe. Because of the age, I'm leaning towards moving on from Aaron Rodgers. Trubisky, Stafford, and Cousins, I would all move on from. The AFC West, the only one I would keep was Patrick Mahomes. I'd move off of Locke, I'd move off of Herbert, and I'd move off of Carr. The AFC East, the Patriots, Dolphins, Bills, Jets, I would move off of Cam Newton, I'd move off of Sam Darnold. If I'm the Bills, I consider staying with Josh Allen, and the Dolphins, I consider staying with Tua. I need more time to evaluate those two, just like I said you know, with Carson Wentz. I just need more time to see what I got. The South, AFC South, the Colts, the Texans, the Titans, and the Jaguars, I would move on from Phillip Rivers, Ryan Tannehill, and Gardner Minshew. I would stay with Deshaun Watson. The AFC North, I would keep Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow. I would move off of Big Ben and Baker Mayfield. Even though I am, obviously, you guys know, I am Team Baker, I would still move off of him. Trevor Lawrence will be a better player. So now let me look. Let's take a look at every quarterback I would move. I would keep over Trevor Lawrence. Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, maybe Carson Wentz, Patrick Mahomes, maybe Tua, maybe Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow. All young, all emerging stars and or stars or, you know, the best at their position. There's a lot of teams here that I think should move on from their quarterback if they have a chance to get Trevor Lawrence. People are going to hate that. That was fun. Uh, let's talk about the conference finals a little bit. Uh, game three for the Lakers, they just kind of came out flat, and um, I fully expect them to win tonight, and it should be a five- or six-game series. You know, most people predicted this game would be Lakers in five or Lakers in six, but then when the Lakers lose one game, they all flip out and go, you know, absolutely crazy. Like, you were the same people that literally predicted the Lakers to win in five or six games. That means the Lakers have to lose a game. Like that's how that's how math works, people. They're like freaking out for no reason. LeBron played great. He had thirty point triple double. What do you want from him? The Lakers just came out flat because they're up two zero. I know it's the conference finals, but even Michael Jordan didn't sweep people in the conference finals. Sweeps don't happen in the conference finals. It just doesn't. My goodness. Heat Celtics game four. Tyler Hero, young emerging star. He looked absolutely fantastic. And I think this series is over. I do not expect the Celtics to come back from a 3-1 lead. They're, they're such a young team. Obviously, they got Hayward and Kimba. And, and I think the Celtics will be right back here next year. You know, Hayward, Kimba, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, uh, Jason Tatum. They, they have this such an amazing young core of players. They, they just need to stick together. And next year, I fully expect them to make it to at least the conference finals. You know, obviously they're going to have the Nets next year, and that's going to be 
I mean, honestly, I think that would be my early favorite to win the East with KD and Kyrie if they look healthy. But regardless, I, I this series, I believe, is over. The Heat, oh, they're such an, an interesting team. Their best player can score five points, and they still win. That's how deep they are. Uh, Jimmy Butler is the perfect star for this team. Bam is great. I love Tyler Hero. I love. I just love everything they're doing. Jay Crowder. They have so many great shooters around everybody. And, man, I, it, how great would it be to have a Lakers and Heat finals? LeBron going to try to win his fourth ring against the team that he won his first ring against. Man, what a storyline. It's going to be fantastic, and I can't wait to see. But as you guys know, I am mainly a football podcast, and... I mainly talk about football. So let's talk week three of the NFL. Predictions. Let's go. All right, let's do this. Thursday night football. The 0-2 Miami Dolphins traveling to Jacksonville to face the 1-1 Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the key matchup in this one is going to be Gardner Minshew and how he can handle the Dolphins' secondary. Uh, there have been injuries. I'm not sure if Byron Jones is playing. Um, I'm not sure if Xavier Howard is playing. If not, I expect Jacksonville to win in this one. Uh, if Miami starts 0-3 tonight, when are we going to see Tua Tungavaloa, the quarterback they drafted this year, in the first round? Number five overall. We saw Justin Herbert last week, and it looks like he's going to be the starter because a doctor punctured Tyrod Taylor's lungs. Whole nother story. We'll talk about it later when I get to the Charger game. How much longer are we going to deal with Ryan Fitzpatrick's inconsistencies instead of seeing the franchise quarterback that you brought in? I'm hoping we see him in Week 4. I'm not sure who Miami is playing in Week 4. I could check really quick. Check out the Dolphins' schedule. Who do they play in week four? They do play... Oof. I don't know if you'd want to roll them out against Seattle. Looking at the Dolphins' schedule... Man, let's see. So they do have Seattle next week and then the 49ers. They have the Broncos. Maybe you want to roll them out week seven against the Chargers. So you have a battle of the rookie quarterbacks. I think that'd be the best storyline. Um... But even then, maybe throw them out there against Seattle because Seattle's defense, let's be honest here, it's not what it once was. I know they're uh, in talks. I read reports this morning. They're in talks to go out and sign uh, Damon Harrison, you know, Snacks Harrison, who's been the best run defender in the NFL over the last you know few years. So hopefully that'll help them. But yeah, uh, in this matchup, Thursday Night Football tonight, I'm going to take Jacksonville. I think this game should be a multiple touchdown win by Jacksonville. These guys aren't tanking. As long as you know Gardner Minshew's the quarterback, they're going to be viable. It's just it's not a tank. Like I've been saying, just a culture shift. I love what they're doing down in Jacksonville. They're going to be last year's version of the Miami Dolphins. All right, let's move on to the 10 a.m. games on Sunday. 0-2 Houston going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers that are 2-0, and the Steelers are at home. The key matchup for me in this one how is Deshaun Watson and a depleted receiving core going to look against this Pittsburgh defense? 
I fully expect Pittsburgh to win this game. Uh, it's going to be interesting because Pittsburgh has played Drew Locke slash Jeff Driscoll and Daniel Jones, all three who are not very good quarterbacks, and this is their first real challenge. You know, dealing with a top-five quarterback in, the, in Deshaun Watson. Can Deshaun play well against this Texans team if Will Fuller is out? First of all, he, he's not going to have his number. He His number one receiver got traded away. And now Will Fuller, who was his number two last year, has a hamstring injury. Hamstring injuries for wide receivers and running backs usually end up taking a while. They're huge because they do all their damage with their lower body. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh to win in this one, but I would not be surprised if the Texans win. Uh, last week, I believe I went 13-3 and on my picks. The Raiders kind of spoiled my 14-2 and start, but, you know, it's all good. The 0-2 Cincinnati Bengals traveling, traveling to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles, who are also 0-2. I think the key matchup here, how is Cincinnati's offensive line going to hold up against this Eagles front seven, who is consistently, year after year, one of the best in the NFL? Can Carson Wentz bounce back from being... You know, having two of the worst games of his career? I think so. I'm going to take Philadelphia to win this one. Mostly because I picked the Eagles to win their division. And I believe I had them going like 9-7 and seven to winning the division or 10-6. and six. I still believe in this football team. They have a great team all around. And I really believe in their quarterback. But if he cannot bounce back, at what point are we going to start hearing rumblings? You know, maybe they move on from Wentz. If he continues to play this bad, I don't know why Wentz has looked this bad. This bad, you know. I, Dak Prescott is outplaying him this thus far this year, and I am a Wentz over Dak guy, and I can even see that. It's going to be interesting to see. I'm going to take Philadelphia in that one. The one and one San Francisco 49ers up against the New York Giants, who are zero and two. Key matchup to me, Daniel Jones. Can he survive against this 49ers defense? Now, I know that they are not with Richard Sherman. You know, he's out. They lost Nick Bosa for the year. Uh, Solomon Thomas is hurt as well. This is still one of the deepest teams in the NFL. It's still one of the best defenses in the NFL. And Daniel Jones is a turnover machine. He's not a very good quarterback. I've been on this since day one. People, for some reason, when they look at turnovers with quarterbacks, they don't care about, like, fumbling. That's a major issue, man. You get Every time you get sacked, he, like, fumbles the ball. That's a major issue for a quarterback. I think the main question in this one, can San Francisco overcome their injuries? I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play. Kyle Shanahan came out today and said it does not look like it. So we will see Nick Mullins with a bad receiving core going up against a Giants defense that is one of the worst in the NFL. Uh, this is not a game I would bet on. I could easily see the 49ers losing in this one. But I'm going to take the better coach in Kyle Shanahan to win San Francisco over the Giants. The 2-0 Las Vegas Raiders are traveling to Boston to take on the New England Patriots, who are 1-1. One one. 
I think the key matchup, the most interesting thing I'm gonna I want to watch in this game, Derek Carr going up against this New England defense, who is one of the best in the NFL. They just happen to meet Russell Wilson, who is on a tear this season and is going to win the MVP. Can the Las Vegas defense handle Cam Newton? I don't think so. I think Cam is back. He looks better than his MVP season. He's throwing the ball with more velocity. His mechanics are fixed. This is the best Cam Newton we've seen. And I don't think the Raiders defense, who let twenty, you know, let the Saints score 24 on them with a bad Drew Brees, no Michael Thomas, I don't think they're going to be able to handle Cam Newton. I'm going to take New England. Don't be surprised if the Raiders win, though. The 2-0 Tennessee Titans traveling to Minneapolis to face the Minnesota Vikings, who are 0-2. Kirk Cousins, can he hold up against this Tennessee pass rush? Are they going to ever consider benching Kirk Cousins? Is this the game we're finally going to see Derrick Henry look like he did last year? Because for the first two weeks of the season, he has not looked like himself. It has been the Tannehill show. I fully expect Tennessee to win this game by multiple touchdowns. The Vikings are slowly becoming one of the worst teams in the NFL. The 1-1 one one Washington football team is traveling to Ohio to take on the 1-1 one one Cleveland Browns. This is more one of the more interesting matchups. Can the Browns' offensive line hold up against Chase Young, Ryan Kerrigan, and the rest, and Montez Sweat, the rest of the pass rush for the Washington Redskins? I really like what Washington is doing this year. Do I think they're a good football team? No. Uh, but I think they actually may have a chance of winning their division because of how bad the rest of it is. If the Eagles continue to be this bad, if the Cowboys, you know, be the Cowboys... We all know the Giants aren't going to be good, so Washington, I think, has a chance to win their division. I'm still going to take Cleveland, though. The main question is, can Baker handle the pressure, the pass rush? He's going to be going up against Chase Young. I'm going to take Cleveland, though. I could regret this. I'm going with my heart and not my mind. I'm going to take Cleveland here. The 2-0 Los Angeles Rams are traveling to Buffalo to take on... The 2-0 Bills, I think the real question is, can the Bills O-line hold up against Aaron Donald, who's the best player in the NFL? Can Jared Goff handle the Bucks' defense, who has been lackluster for, you know, the last few weeks? Who, you know, the Bill, the, when you look at the Bills, the, their strength is usually their defense. It has not been for the first two weeks of the season. I, I, I expect them to get back on track, really. Can Josh Allen's hot streak continue? I'm not sure if it can. He looked very, very good in Week 2. Not so amazing in Week 1, but we, we are continuing to see that improvement, the growth that we want to see from a young quarterback in Josh Allen. It's kind of crazy. Lamar and Josh Allen were the last two quarterbacks taken in that draft, I believe, uh, and they look the best. Out of everybody. So, I'm going to take Buffalo to win there. The last 10 a.m. game, the 2-0 Chicago Bears are traveling to Atlanta to face the 0-2 Falcons. I'm going to take the Falcons in this one. Maybe a little bit of an upset here. 
the Falcons' offense and this passing attack has looked phenomenal, but this is one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Um, can Mitch Trubisky keep it up? I don't think so. I'm out on Mitch Trubisky. He's played okay, you know, a little bit. He's played below average, which is better than what he is used to. For the first two weeks of the season, he had one good quarter uh, against the Lions where he made a, a throw that a receiver had to die for for a touchdown, and everybody's freaking out. They think he's like a franchise quarterback now, which he is not. The Falcons are going to blow out the Bears. That is my prediction. This offense is going to get rolling. It's going to look great. I'm going to take the Falcons. Moving on to the 1 o'clock games, the 0-2 Carolina Panthers are traveling to the City of Angels and taking on the Chargers, who are 1-1, losing last week in overtime to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I think the real question is this Carolina offense, who is going to be young, explosive, and they're going to look pretty good. How are they going to look against the Chargers defense, who was able to shut down Patrick Mahomes for three and a half quarters? Uh, I'm taking the Chargers in this one. I had in my notes, you know, who's going to be the starter, Herbert or Tyrod? You know, earlier, you know, reports did come out. Herbert's going to be the starter. Very, very excited to see him go up against a Carolina, you know, team who has one of the best coaching staffs in the NFL. Are they going to be able to exploit Herbert's, you know, boneheadedness where he throws bad interceptions and bad throws? It's going to be interesting to see. I'm going to take the Chargers, though. They have a better defensive end. They're more of a talented team. Next up, the 0-2 Jets going up against the Colts in Indianapolis, who are 1-1. I think this game is going to be a blowout. I expect Jonathan Taylor to rust for like 200 yards plus, man. This game is going to be ugly. Uh, my main question is, can Phillip Rivers actually you know, win by multiple touchdowns? Can he not keep the other team in the game by throwing dumb interceptions? Can Sam Darnold just survive? I mean, I feel at this point, I was never high on Sam Darnold, but, or I, I, I don't want to say that. I was never as high on him as everybody else. I didn't think he was the best quarterback coming out of that draft, but, man, at this point, I just feel bad for him because, my goodness, this organization is horrible. They surround him with nothing at all, nothing at all. I mean, they, they tried. They got him left bell, but, you know, he's hurt. And, you know, modern organizations understand, and they know running backs are replaceable. You see Frank Gore, he's putting up the same exact production that Lev Bell did behind this horrible offensive line who's now banged up. Uh, Connor McGovern, I know, is hurt. They're starting center. I, just, I think this game's going to be a blowout. I'm going to take the Colts here, who I have winning their division. The 1-1 Dallas Cowboys going up against the 2-0 Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they're playing in Seattle. Not that that matters. There's no home field advantage. Um, I guess it, it still kind of matters because of the travel and whatnot. But, you know, then again, there are no fans. Uh, I am very, very excited to see this game. Probably the game of the week for me. Uh, one of the games of the week because there, there's a few other ones that we're going to talk about that I think are absolutely fantastic games. Um, it's just going to be two high-powered offenses. I expect this to be a you know, a big scoring game unless the Seahawks decide to sign Damon Harrison or an edge rusher. I think Cam Wake is still out there. No, Cam Wake? Clay Matthews is out there. I know that. Is Cam, Cam Wake might be a free agent still. I don't know. Uh, regardless, 
Do I think those guys are going to, you know, magically improve Seattle's defense? No, but I think they're going to add to help, obviously. Uh, can Dak, you know, keep up with Russell Wilson, I think is going to be the main question here. Is he going to be able to just, you know, be able to put up the amount of points that's needed to beat the Seattle offense? I'm going to take Seattle at home, uh, winning by a few touchdowns. The 1-1 one one Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Denver to take the 0-2 Denver Broncos on. Uh, I think Denver Bron- the Denver Broncos, this pains me to say because if you're a listener to the show, you know I'm a Denver Bronco fan. I think Denver's season, season is over um, just due to injury. I thought they had the talent to maybe make the postseason this year, and I I don't, I didn't know what to expect from Drew Locke, but he's hurt now. Vaughn Miller's out. A.J. Bouye, Phillip Lindsay. Cortland Sutton's out for the season. I I mean, I'm excited to see what Jerry Judy can do as the number one receiver and K.J. Hamler, uh, the two receivers they drafted. But with Jeff Driscoll and Blake Bortles as your quarterbacks and Brett Rippon, ah, oh man, it's it's going to be rough. Denver, uh, like I said, I expect them to start like 1-4 on the season. Uh, this is going to be rough, man. This is going to be very, very rough uh, for me as a fan to watch for the rest of the season. If they get the number one pick, get Trevor Lawrence. That's all I'm saying. Tank for Trevor in full effect. The 0-2 Detroit Lions going up against the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona who are 2-0. This could be an upset game, but I'm going to take Arizona. Uh, the Lions, you know, I, I think their offense, if they get Kenny Galladay back this weekend, I'm not sure if they do, could be very good in the future. Uh this Arizona defense is young, but they've proved in the last two weeks they're, you know, they're kind of improving. They're kind of getting there. Um, they haven't gone up against that great of competition, to be fair. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo, average quarterback. Dwayne Haskins, below average quarterback. They, they've they been able to make do some things, man. You know, and it's cool to see, you know, Isaiah Simmons and Patrick Peterson and all these guys, you know, getting this defense going, Buda Baker, uh, you know. I, But I expect Arizona to win here. I think the Lions need to just completely hit reset. It's an absolute trash dumpster fire of an organization. Fire their coach, move on from Stafford, get Stafford in a place where he could actually, you know, be liked, I guess, be surrounded by talent and competent coaching. Ah, man. All right, now on to the two big games, Sunday night football. The 2-0 Green Bay Packers going up against the 1-1 New Orleans Saints. Cam Breeze you know, kind of bounce back. Are we going to see a regress from Drew Brees? Is there a potential to see Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill at quarterback? That'd be insane, absolutely crazy. Uh, uh, you know, I saw Nick Wright talking about this on The Herd. Um, Michael Thomas being hurt is Sean Payton's fault. He wanted to run up the score on the Buccaneers, so he's kind of paying for that, and, you know... It is a Sean Payton thing to do. You know, they had Bounty Gate, and they just kind of run up the score. The Saints kind of do their own thing, man. And, ah, man, it sucks to see Michael Thomas be hurt because his coach wanted to run up the score on the Bucks and Tom Brady. I'm going to take Green Bay in this one. Aaron Rodgers looks fantastic. So the Packers, I think, are going to start 3-0. The Saints going to be 1-2 one and one, one to start the season. It's good, man. Uh, it might be panic time. If the Saints miss the, miss the playoffs, man. Oh man. 
You know, they, they're in cap hell. They have signed people. They're like negative 70 million in cap or something crazy like that I saw. Ugh, man. All right, well, here we go. Monday Night Football, the hardest game of the year to pick. This is going to be the game of the year. Like, what was that one game? Chiefs and Rams on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football uh, where they both put up like 50 points, man. I think this is going to be a similar game, not 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 to that extent where it's fifty points, but this game is going to be awesome to see the two brightest youngest stars at the quarterback position going head to head, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City, Baltimore, both two zero. This is a very very difficult game for me to pick, and I'm still contemplating it right now as we speak. If you are a betting man, I would not bet this game. The Chiefs, man, uh, they they are, you know, they, they're the comeback kids, man, for a reason. You saw what happened in the Super Bowl. You saw what happened last week. Mahomes is absolutely fantastic. I'm going to take the Ravens, though, at home. Uh, am I going to take the Raiders? Oh, the, the Ravens? Man, I don't know. I'm going to take the Ravens just because they're the home team. But, oh, this is such a hard game for me to pick, man. You know, at one point, I think I had the Ravens going 16-0. and So I'm going to stick to that because I think their roster is just absolutely stacked top to bottom. And the Chiefs do have a few issues. They just have the better quarterback. I'm going to take Baltimore. I'm probably going to end up regretting it. And yeah, so that's my picks. Um, let me run through the list real quick for you guys just so you know who I'm taking again. I'm taking the Jags, the Steelers, the Eagles, the Niners, the Pats, the Browns, the Titans, the Bills, the Falcons, the Chargers, the Colts, the Seahawks, the Buccaneers, the Cardinals, the Packers, and the Ravens. Those are my picks. Thank you so much for tuning into the Stampede. I hope you guys have a fantastic day, but before you go, could you do me a favor? Like the video, subscribe, follow, whatever you can do on the platforms you are listening on, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I would appreciate it if you could just leave a review, five stars, whatever it is. Do whatever you can to support me. I really, really appreciate it. And that's, that's it. Also, See you guys next time. You're listening to The Stampede. I'll see you next week.